Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sisters Doing Life Together podcast. And this is your host, Dee Thompson. You know how we have March Madness with basketball? I would describe March as March Marathon for Sisters Doing Life Together podcast. So I normally only record two episodes per month, but I became a little ambitious and decided that I wanted to do something I've never done before, which is to do a series. And that was in honor of celebrating Women's History Month. So what I did is I interviewed four young women, Kiana, Alyssa, Anastasia, and Morgan. And I wanted to talk with these young women about how they are doing with their faith walk, their friendships, and the struggles they've had, and share with us advice that they may have. And yes, that's that advice. And the reason for that is because I believe that sometimes we can overlook the wisdom in young people. And because we overlook the wisdom, we overlook great opportunities to not only learn from them, but to engage in conversation with them. And I can tell you that it was such an enjoyable series. Each of those young women in different seasons of their life, we have a 23-year-old who is an optometry student, and then we have a 20-year-old who is in her second year and is in public health education, a 17-year-old high school, and then we have a 14-year-old who's in middle school. I wanted to just give you an overview of what happened during the month of March. So are you ready? Fasten your seatbelts. It's a lot. So I began with March the 1st, and that episode was called Behind the Scenes History Makers. That was a solo episode. And what I brought to the forefront was there is a woman in the Bible in Judges chapter four, and her name is Jael. She is a woman who single-handedly kills Sisera, the commander of the Canaanite army, who had cruelly oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. And what I wanted to bring to light in that story, that she didn't wake up knowing that she was going to do it, but when the opportunity presented itself, she took that opportunity in her hands and did what she needed to do. Although she is not as well known probably as Deborah and Barak, who are both in Judges chapter four, it doesn't mean that what she did was less important. And I wanted to reiterate to all of the women who are there making differences in their community, they're making differences in their family, they're making differences in their community of faith, that you may never have your names in light, you may never have your name in history books, but you are still making a difference and you're making history. Because history makers are not just those people that are well known, but it is each and every one of us who are able to and willing to do something good that is worth remembering. And then on March the 9th, I had the opportunity to sit down with my friend Judith McRae. She's an educator. She's been doing this for over 25 years. And Judith didn't start out wanting to be an educator. She actually wanted to be a a lawyer. And God had a different plan for her. So Judith was able to share with us that one, that being a teacher is not a job for her, it's a calling, but also she was able to talk with us about the difficulties that she and her colleagues had experienced while teaching during COVID-19 and that she wanted to share this. Like there were several nuggets that she shared with us or shared with me that you get to hear. But one of those things that I wanted to bring to light is that teachers are human too and that they occasionally just want somebody to say thank you She shared with us the difficulties that she and her colleagues had had to endure as they were teaching during COVID, having to make all of the changes and adjustments, and that they had considerations as well for their health and for their families. And I thought it was such a great um, episode because I don't know if we as a whole, as society, recognize the sacrifices that they had to make as well. 
If you're an educator, or if you know someone who's an educator, I would strongly suggest that you would send this episode to them. Or if you know of a parent, um, send it to them as well so that they can recognize and acknowledge the difficulty of the work that each of these educators had to go through and work through and just appreciate them more. The next episode was on March the 19th, and that episode features Shanika Grant, who is a licensed professional therapist. Now, Shanika and I, you have to hear the podcast to see how we were connected. I was looking for a therapist to talk about something that was near and dear to my heart, and that is how do we navigate through grief? Because I realized that even though communities of faith, uh, we can talk about grief, but we have a difficult time knowing what to do with grief, how to sit with people, how to have even conversations. We can talk around it. I don't know if we really talk about it, or we can talk to people and tell them what they should do instead of knowing how to best support them. And so Shanika, with her gifting, came on the advice that Shanika gave, and that was that, you know what? that you don't just tell people to give up, get over the loss of a loved one. That if we will pay attention to the words that we say, and even though we may be uncomfortable, allow the person the space to grieve in a way that is honorable to them, the person that they love, what they're experiencing. And so I would that's one nugget. There were so many, and I am so, so, so thankful for this God connection. And then when I started this series called Celebrating Young History Makers, my first person that I interviewed was Kiana Hall, and she's a 23-year-old optometry student and who has found her passion. And her passion is optometry, it is um, children, and it is missions work. So her goal one day is to actually combine all of those passions together and to make a difference. But during our conversation, this is what she said, that she had experienced some challenges during her first year of college and that she is she's able to share with us what happened in her first year when she had challenges in her faith walk and where she is now, that she is letting go of perfectionism and that what she wants to do is to always do her best. And that is so important for any of us in life is that we just do our best. And then on March the 30th, because March the 29th, I had some issues with my software and my system crashed. So I skipped a day. As a result of that, on the 31st of March, I actually released two episodes, but we'll get to those in just a moment. So on the 30th of March, I had a 17-year-old by the name of Anastasia Douglas, and Anastasia is a published author. She wrote a book that's called How to Survive Middle School, and these are her goals, and I know she's going to be able to accomplish them. Her goal is to one day to work on Good Morning America. And she talked about in her book about how to navigate through the difficulties and the challenges of a middle school, that the book came out of those challenges because therapy became a way of, I'm sorry, writing became a way of therapy for her. And because writing became a way of therapy, that that writing ended up becoming a book and that book became something that was published. So this is what I would say. There are challenges that we all go through in life. And sometimes we're so focused on the challenge that we don't see the opportunities that come after the challenge. And so her challenge led to a book. I'm asking the question, what have you been through that you have overcome or that you're walking through that eventually can help someone else? And then the other thing that she said is that um, she would like to give advice to other high school students about what do they look for? What should they do? And I think this is great advice for young and old. She said that you should not look to anyone else for your validation and to just be yourself. 
you know, in a world where we compare ourselves more often than we should, where we wait for people to tell us who we are instead of knowing who we are, that what good advice from a young woman to say your validation shouldn't come from anyone else. And then on March the 31st, I had a time to sit down and talk with Alyssa Odom. And so Alyssa is a 20 year old public education, I'm sorry, public health education major who began her college career with the thought that she was going to be a pediatric oncology nurse. But because of circumstances, that didn't work out. So in her second year, she has actually become a public health education major. And what she realizes is that that's where God wanted her to be all along. And that in that, she has found her passion. And one of her passions is that she wants to be able to um, be able to work with communities who may not have the resources or access that other communities have. And she was able to enlighten me that your zip code is an indicator of whether or not you may live 10 years less than a, someone living in a dip, zip, different zip code. Now, it's really not about the zip code. It's more about your zip code can determine your access and your access or lack of access could put you at a greater risk for health disparities and health challenges. And it was so enlightening just to, or she enlightened me and shared that information with me about what could happen. And her advice to someone who's struggling with their faith in their college years, because she too had a struggle in her first year, start small and be consistent. And last but not least is the 14 year old Morgan, who's been a cheerleader for 10 years. And she's a scholar, has a real value, a real value for community. Well, that's a part of what I've I've been saying from the very beginning, we were created for community. We're not supposed to do life by ourselves. And so it was so beautiful to hear this young woman who already has this sense of community being important in her life. She's a future entrepreneur and her goal is to one day own a cheer gym. Will Morgan be able to accomplish that? I believe she will. Here's what Morgan shared with us that I thought was really good. I asked her, what, like, what would you say about students and people, your peers and one of the difficulties that she and her peers face is that they want to be liked on social media and that she realized that that was happening to her. So she took a detox from social media. Uh-oh, did you hear that, adults? She took a detox from social media because of her own personal struggle and her advice to her, her peers, but I think it's great advice for us as well, is that you have to have a great foundation as to who you are, first of all. And that good foundation or great foundation is found in the word of God. And so if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to one or all of the podcast episodes, I would encourage you to please do so. The series that is celebrating the young history makers, please share it with young women that you may know, or if you have parents so that they can listen as well, because I'm encouraging parents and young women or aunts and any woman who knows of a young woman in her life to listen together or separately and then even come back together to have a discussion, I think it would be so good to hear what they have to say and to see they're really not a lot of, there's not a lot of difference between young people and us. We have similar challenges, similar struggles, but we can also have similar victories and that we get to encourage one another with the wisdom that we have by sharing that wisdom. It doesn't matter if you're 14, 20, 17, or 23 that there is wisdom that we can share that can help others in their struggles and whatever is going on in their life. So that's what we did in the month of March. 
That's our March marathon. I hope you'll take the time to listen to the podcast episodes. Please share. You know, if you're not following Sisters Doing Life Together podcast, please do so because once you subscribe, you don't have to wait for me to come back and say, hey, there's another podcast episode out there that you want to listen to that it will automatically let you know that that episode has been released and it gives you the ability to follow us and you can rate us and tell us what your thoughts are. You can email me at sistersdoinglifetogether at gmail.com just to say, hey, I'm listening at your podcast. Have you ever thought about doing this topic? And I can see whether or not that's a possibility. And if you haven't done so already, let's connect on Instagram. You know, you can connect with me at sisters underscore doing life together. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen. You don't have to tune into this podcast, but you do. I thank you for sharing. I'm asking that you share it with at least one other woman that you may know or one other man. Doesn't matter uh, who can gain the wisdom from what has been shared on the different episodes. I ask that you continue to support us by tuning in every single month. And this is what I want to leave with you, that we were created for community. And when you belong to a sisterhood, you never have to do life by yourself.